Welcome to Lean Portland Happy Hour. So um, today we have uh, Lori Jorgensen joining us from the Taylor Group. Um, Veronica is also here from the Taylor Group. So uh, I'll introduce her a little bit more later, but for those of you that haven't joined us before, we are uh, a group of Lean and Six Sigma professionals who want to share resources, share learning, share chatting and networking about what kind of projects we're working on, all with the aim of helping people make work better. So there's a, a few ways that you can contact us there. And typically we're doing that in three different ways. We have this uh, monthly happy hour every first Tuesday, virtual now. Um, and in this virtual format, we're lucky to have, be able to bring in speakers from um, all different areas and also people from different areas can join us now too. So that's um, uh, really exciting. <coughs> we also have, uh, we do free and donation-based workshops. I did one uh, a couple weeks ago. Actually, it was just last week about Kaizen. We have some new ones coming up. I think we're gonna have a, a workshop on LPPD, Lean Product and Process Development coming up in February. And uh, we'll also be resuming our series of Lean 101 workshops. So it's just a short format intro to Lean. So if anybody you know is just interested in like, what the heck is Lean? That might be something to refer them to. Uh, and then the third thing on there, our volunteer pro bono consulting is um, the thing we're I think most proud about is uh, getting groups of volunteers together to do pro bono consulting in our community. We are working with a, a group of, you know, several people from this group that's on this, uh, in this happy hour now, along with some others to kind of re reimagine what that program looks like, both in response to how we're working together today and also to kind of branch that out to a couple of different cities too. So, um, some exciting stuff coming in that area. Uh, I also did want to mention, in addition to um, Norman Bodek's memorial service tomorrow, next month in March, um, Ernest Mayer will be our speaker for Hour. Hubba hubba. Hi, Thomas. I can't, I'm excited. Ernest is awesome. Yeah, Ernest is great. and. Um, many of you know Ernest from many years within Lean Portland, and he's been working for Providence for the last several years, and over this last year has been closely involved with their um, COVID response plan, both from like the like operational daily management systems and connecting all the different clinics. So um, he's gonna share with us a little bit about what they've been doing there. That's gonna be okay. so cool. It is gonna be cool. Uh, what pro bono do you got planned? Or that's still being planned? It is still being planned at, this, at, at the moment. Um, but we are working on a program to make these kind of little, little projects. And I know that we'll be doing, we have one, not all the details figured out yet, but we'll be doing something with Free Geek again this year, along with hopefully a few others. Okay, so enough from me. Let me share a different screen. Um, 
Well, before I share a different screen, let me just introduce you to Lori Jorgensen from the Taylor Group. I'm super excited to get into this talk because uh, we're gonna get into what it means to be a vital vitality coach and to take some of her experience from uh, in the, the realm of physical well-being and performance. She, Lori, was also a world champion outrigger canoe paddler and experienced personal trainer and now works with the Taylor Group to bring this experience and uh, experientialness into what that brings uh, into the business world. So Lori and I met by way of Brian Hurley, which many of you know, I think they connected on LinkedIn and we're drawn to each other really from that work around, uh, Brian runs that website, Lean Six Sigma for Good. And the Taylor Group, Taylor Group has a strong focus on, on people and the planet. So Lori and Brian connected there. We started talking about flow and lean and personal flow. And we've been talking over the, the last couple of months and I'm, I'm excited to hand this over to Lori. Thank you, Maria. I'm really excited to be here with all of you. And I can tell there's a lot of big hearted people here and with part, being part of this organization. So thank you for this opportunity. And I'm grateful to be here with you and to be in this conversation about creating your personal flow and what that means and to consider new angles, um, share success stories to learn from um, with clients I've worked with or myself. And then also to implement, give you daily practices to help with performing your best. So as Maria said, I work for the Taylor Group and we are committed to vitality of people and the planet and um, helping individuals and organizations and businesses to um, develop leaders and to thrive in this world um, regardless. And this is when we're thriving because this is when we really help people. And so as a vitality coach, I support and help people to um, really connect to their whole person, their mind, body, heart, spirit, and to um, become and discover and evolve and bring their whole person into their work, their play in a healthy manner, in their personal flow. So, um, I'm really grateful to be here today. And so as I'm happy to answer questions at like the, when we have the question and answer and then also in the breakout rooms, I'm more than happy to be available for questions then too. So Rhea, can you go next slide? Thanks, thank you. So I'm gonna be looking, I have my notes on here. So bear with me as I take my little peeks in my notes because I wanna make sure to give you all the information and experience that, um, you know, the, bringing the vitality piece into this conversation for your personal flow. So as you can see this from this slide, the human body is the best work of art. It really is. We get one and it's our vehicle to move through life. It's our vehicle on how we show up in, in our work at home and for ourselves. And so What's really amazing with this piece of art and this vehicle is that it has many systems that function automatically based on how we nourish it. So 
we got the circulatory system, the muscular system, the skeletal system, the endocrine system, all these systems that support our well-being <clears throat> and our vehicle through life. And then it also houses our mind and our heart and soul. So it's, it's pretty amazing. And again, we get one. And so really to create our flow by bringing the value of our whole being, including our body into the equation. So what you see in front of you is a system, a system that represents having value or having flow. All these components are really important to have value for. So to have and really take care of our well-being and vitality really will help us show up and serve serve from what we're passionate about, have the energy for that, serve from our life mission, serve our family, serve the community. And Lee Portman is, as I could see totally from the, what uh, Maria was saying you guys are up to is, is about service. And to show up from that, that's equal as well as being connected to productivity and productivity, when we're efficient and taking care of our well-being and vitality, we have the energy to show up and to be productive and to not have waste of energy. And if we do, to evaluate and look it over, how can we get back in flow? So all of these are part of a system of flow that are really important and have equal value and importance connected together. So if one gets compromised, so if productivity gets compromised, then so will service and well-being. For example, um, if, if um, somebody's productivity is, is decreased, their flow is decreased because of working too many hours, then that productivity is gonna be affected because their energy is gonna be depleted and therefore their well-being is compromised. So they're all really important to consider when we look at flow. So we're going to really focus on the well-being and vitality piece. So um, we're going to do a little exercise. It doesn't mean cartwheels or jumping jacks or anything. So we're going to take a moment. If you have a journal or just even um, bring this, um, just kind of be with me and think about it yourself. If you were to right now, on a one to 10 scale, say where your vitality and well-being is. No judgment, just to say where it's at now in looking at this flow and in flow for yourself. So one being like, need some work. 10 being like, I have it dialed. Sometimes I need to tweak, however, I have it dialed. I have great flow, my well-being and vitality. This system is dialed. Or um, five would be like, okay, there's some things I need to work on. So just take a moment to just kind of look at that one to 10 scale. Where would you say you are now? Just take a few moments. So as you look at that number and really look without judgment, <clears throat> Where, where would you want to be in six months? So if you were to look at, let's say it's a four. Okay, I, I need some work. 
and to create more flow in six months, what would that look like? Where do you want to be? And then what would that look like? What would your day look like? How would it be different from where you are now to where you want to be in six months? What practices would be different? How would you show up for yourself? What what would be practices that, and what would it be like for your own time, family time? Um, so just looking at that on that one to 10 scale, where would, in six months, what would that look like to create that flow to where you wanna go in six months? Just take about, another, about a minute for that. As you breathe and look at that, why is that important to you? Does anyone need more time? Does that So what you just experienced is a practice, actually, journaling. And it's part of um, actually a practice for interpersonal intelligence by Howard Gardner. He's has studied multiple intelligences and <clears throat> interpersonal is one. And it's basically um, our self smarts, um, just learning more about ourselves and um, how to continue to, well, as we're saying here, enhance our vitality and well-being and our flow. Excellent. So next slide, please, Maria. So for today, our flow for today is our intention is to explore emerging aspects of well-being and give you some daily practices to keep you performing your best in all domains of your life. So we'll look at that there is no back to normal. There, we've had a lot of uncertainty the last 12 years, or 12 years, 12 months, it might seem like 12 years, 12 months, and we're in a new world. And to explore that, but no, um, no more back to normal. We'll also explore and look at time efficiency requires energy efficiency. That nourishing ourselves will give us more energy, which will help with time efficiency. And also empathy for self and others and why and how caring for ourselves was a couple studies that I'll reference um, really and having that self-awareness will enhance our empathy and how we can um, be there for others. And then you'll be leaving today with some applications, some tools to start applying today. So one of them you just did was the journaling and we'll go into some more applications um, for, for you guys to walk away with. And you'll be getting some handouts too. All right, next slide, please, Maria. Thank you. So back to normal, exploring there's no back to normal. I'd be curious about um, if you can do just a, I don't know if I can't see the show of hands, but just to really check in with yourself. Like, is there, a back to normal, do you see or sense that there um, would be a back to normal? 
And as you can see from this slide, there's even the World Health Organization is basically kind of saying, can't go back to old normal. And based on what we've been in with all this uncertainty, this is a quote from um, a professor of psychiatric epidemiology, that ongoing uncertainty takes a big toll. That's the basis of a traumatic stressor, unpredictability, uncontrollability, until it exceeds the ability of the organism to cope. Organism being us as a human being with all this uncertainty. It's like if you imagine uh, driving a car and you're driving to a destination and as you're driving, you keep looking in the rearview mirror and looking for normal. And it may even be that, um, actually I had this um, imagined uh, taking my son to um, Iowa where I grew up and I haven't been there for years. And I was imagining it, we're going there and it probably looks totally different. So I could see where as I'm driving, if I look for normal as it was when I was growing up, I would really have, um, it would be hard for me to, to get direction to go move forward just because I'd be looking for what was normal way back then. So, so I would, be curious about what you notice with your, that part of you that was, is looking for back to normal. And just to kind of explore the possibility of maybe, what if there is no normal in our vocabulary? Just something to explore. So Lori, is this a place you wanted us to engage a little bit? I am going to in the um, next slide. There's my cue. So, so as we've um, been in the last 12 months, we, there has been with all the uncertainty, there's part of our brain that's the reptilian brain. And this is part of our nervous system. So one of the systems we talked about, you know, is we have all these systems in our body. So the autonomic nervous system has two branches. When we are in the uncertainty part of our brain and continue to look for that, that gets in our reptilian brain where we have had it for many years. It goes way back to our ancestry. And thank goodness we have that because that gives us the fight, flight, or freeze in situations where um, being chased by a bear or having to, um, walk across the street and, and quickly move because the traffic or that kind, those kinds of things. Where what happens then is as we get into the uncertainty and our physiology responds to that and the physiology that we experience. So if you just imagine the driving and continuing to look in the back of the rear view mirror and continuing to look for normal there's gonna be a response in our physiology. What's great with our bodies, it will tell us and give us signals. With that signal, we can pause. So you're gonna get out of flow if we continue to look for that uncertainty. So 
um, I'm in, in this slide. So I'm going to take you through an example. Excuse me. So I want you to go ahead and just get present to where you're at. And imagine being late for a meeting. A little easier now with a, or a little harder now with a Zoom. And just notice in your physiology what happens when you're late for a meeting. Notice with your breath. You got out of flow. What's really great is go ahead and focus on your breath a moment and breathe a little deeper. We can create a shift. So slow your breath down. Get present to your breath. What you just experienced is going from fight or flight in our autonomic nervous system, our sympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic system, excuse me, nervous system. Doing a shift just like that. So noticing what you notice in your body and then slowing down and becoming present in the moment. And that creates a change in our physiology. And you can there, therefore, what happens is our cortisol goes down and we're able to think clearly and to be able to be more present in where we're at and that it's okay. So the shift going from the autonomic parasympathetic nervous system to the parasympathetic nervous system can happen just like that by focusing on your breath for just a moment. As well as what's great is you can also ask yourself, am I out of flow or am I in flow? Am I depleting myself in my energy or am I renewing myself? So asking those questions will help the brain interrupt the, the fear mechanism, the reptilian brain that's automatically normal. Well, I got normal there. It's automatic. It's what we're, how we're wired. And again, thank goodness. So the experience that you just had in terms of just noticing in your body and being able to shift is a very valuable tool so that then you can, like we talked about the systems of the triangle and flow, you can be more service to at work, you can be more service to your um, community, your family, and then also enhance productivity and your time. Hey, Lori. Yeah. Can I throw like a, a test scenario in here? Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking of this in terms of, you know, as a, as a lean person, I have all these little routines that I'm trying to follow to like, keep my flow going, keep my well-being going, make sure I get enough exercise, drink enough water. You know, I've got all these routines. 
well-intentioned routines. At some point they break down, like the, something happens and I'm late for a meeting or something doesn't go the way that I planned. Uh, and, and I think what we're talking about here is like within like with the breathing techniques or something or like getting in my body, I can change the results or change the way I'm showing up as a result of the thing that happens that I didn't want to happen. And that reminds me of like an Andon system of like, oh, this didn't work right. Like my escalation process because something didn't go the way I planned. Now we kick in the countermeasure, which is like, and now we breathe. That's great. Yeah, Maria, thanks for bringing the lean principles in there. It's, it's totally because sometimes we have plan B, right, or plan C. Um, and we you have an intention of implementing those practices and life happens. Yeah. So it's at the moment being able to be okay with, oh, I'd get off the road for a second, driving, right? Get off a second and get and then get back on mm -hmm. back on. Yeah, thanks for that analogy. Um and to give yourself some grace. We're meant to be adaptable, flexible beings. And, um, you know, and having the awareness, like noticing and in, um, in our bodies and being able to adapt with what we're noticing and noticing, oh, am I in my flow or not? How can I get back in my flow based on this moment right now? And then to journal, right? Or not to journal, to look at like what worked, what didn't, you know, and at, look at it later as far as, oh, what needs to happen next time? How can I, and that's what I, we do with, um, let's go ahead and go to the next slide, Maria. Mm -hmm. Thank you. To, to be able to get in the shift, to be able to respond at that moment and then also have some grace and, and reevaluate what worked, what didn't, and then how can I move forward from there? Because if we continue to, you know, be in the past and look in the rearview mirror all the time, then our flow is interrupted. You can learn from those, right? Learn from the past and what, and bring those skills forward, and then move, be present with our choices to move forward, and also to be aware of like keeping it slow enough. So that you keep the presence and not already anticipate the future, like it's going to happen again, to be present because the choices we have are right now. And to bring that value to our well being and our vitality so that we can show up just like you were saying Maria show up as that. So the box breathing, um, I'm going to kind of give you a more structured breathing practice. The box breathing actually is um, the Navy SEALs use, as well as um, top CEOs and Olympic athletes. And I thought we could do this together. And it's really simple and quick to use. And will the um, how it works is it actually slows your heart rate down so that your body goes, whoa. And you can, um, 
I'm not in that fight or flight. I can be present. And so you're also bringing your mind and body, their buddies, together at the moment. So keeping your mind on your breath and then also just being present and slowing your heart rate down and bringing yourself more energy. You'll also, by breathing lower than no or slower than normal, will also kick in core muscle groups that are supporting your spine. So, and then you'll also be supporting yourself with oxygen and life. So great stuff just from optimizing our breathing. So let's go ahead and do that together. So I'll talk, uh, walk you through it. So we'll do eyes closed and then um, breathe in your nose. We'll do for a count of four. You can change it if that's too, um, if you need to do three. And then you'll feel your lungs through your nose as you go. Then we'll do a slight pause. And then exhale for four. And then a slight pause and we'll go into it one more time. So go ahead and just get present to planting your feet on the floor. Just lengthen your spine and close your eyes when you're ready. And breathe in through your nose. One, two, three, four, pause. Out, two, three, four, pause. One more time. Breathe in through your nose. Two, three, four, pause. Letting everything settle. And exhale, two, three, four. And just see what you notice. This is good to do before a meeting. Um, as one of my clients who's in the restaurant industry, um, it's pretty fast paced. Once they get in the door, it can be go, 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 fast paced, um, and pretty much so they exit the, the building. And so we really looked at um, how he was healing, what he noticed, his energy, he felt low. He didn't feel like he was really present for his clients and his, excuse me, as a manager, his employees, and then for his family when he got home, which is really important to him. So we looked at the practices that would support him and basically implemented before he went into work looked at what his expectation was for when he goes into work and he expected it to be fast paced and not have a break. So we slowed that down a little bit and had him actually, before he entered the restaurant, just focus on his breath with the idea of just being present through the day and implementing triggers of, for him to implement breathing in his day. So every time he went into the office, he focused on his breath just for a few moments, as well as before he'd have conversations with people, he focused on his breath. So he really found it helped him with um, how he fed, fed himself, like nourished himself with food because he slowed down as well as he had more energy and was more present during work as well as for his family. So it's really a valuable tool and it's free. So let's go to the next slide, please. Training to optimize energy. So this is where we optimize energy. It's gonna optimize time efficiency. So as we were just talking about, 
managing stress. Our body, we got like a stress, um, a check engine light. Something's feeling off. I've noticed my shoulders are up or my breathing shallow or um, I'm getting <clears throat> hot or I'm feeling tired, things like that. So just to really notice those things and implement, for example, the breathing practice or maybe sometimes it's just changing your environment um, or noticing what you're thinking. Um, the next thing we'll get into mindset. It's like the next thing is to nourish our bodies with sound nutrition. We are what we eat. Just like, um, you know, we wouldn't want to put in, some people take better care of their cars. If we were to put some, put oil in where the gas goes, it, there's going to be less optimal performance for sure, if any. So really nourishing our bodies, um, starting with um, hydration, we did a hydration challenge with some of my clients and they noticed a big difference in how their joints felt and their energy. And they actually started making choices of, of not drinking energy drinks and choosing water and noticed a huge difference with their sustaining energy. So things like that. Um, to have an open mindset to like, for example, with where I was telling you about um, with the client before going into his work, we slowed down and just really had an open mindset of possibilities rather than fixed. Oh, it's always going to be um, busy all the time. So, because basically we focus on what we, we focus, um, we get what we focus on, excuse me. So what wires together, fires together in our brains. So just being mindful of that is really helpful because sometimes we can catch ourselves. To connect to others, we're social beings. And it's essential to connect to others. And so to really be present to adding that into regardless of our situation. And there are ways that we can control and still have certain connection to others. And then to exercise regularly. Because again, we get one body and to optimize how we can perform and to also notice when we're off and to get back on because we can get back on just like that or sometimes it might be a day later. So when you notice you get off, just get right back on the horse or and have a plan B. It's really essential that we, we implement these um, practices so to enhance our immune systems as well as we continue through um, our future so that then we can optimize not only our productivity and time as well as um, how we serve others in the community and each other and the planet. Next slide, please. Okay, so we're gonna connect to the body. This is an exercise. I love this exercise because it really makes a big difference for people. So um, it's called the daily power plank and it's to gain connection and to actually get connected to your body from a standpoint of to um, optimize your energy, to support your structure, to let those muscles support your structure versus the, the spine support, to enhance your breathing, to actually show up more confident, more present. Um, all of these things you can implement in this daily power plank. And so it's not a workout, it's, and you can bring it, the concepts into your workout. It's actually something to implement in your day, whether you're sitting, sitting or standing. So We'll go ahead and stand together. I'm just gonna adjust my computer here a little bit. So as you're standing, go ahead and 
place your feet on the floor and you're about hip distance apart. So contact your big toe to the floor, the ball of your foot and your heel. So really feel, even if you can spread the toes out a little bit, even if you have shoes, sometimes it's actually really good to do this in different surfaces um, safely, it's really good. So we'll get those receptors going in the bottom of our feet. Contract your thighs a little bit. You'll actually feel your kneecaps lift up a little bit and then also contract your glutes. So get that sense of what it feels like to be grounded, grounding, now let it go. And just see what you notice. So you might feel a difference in just the whole connection of your structure. So let's go ahead and do that again. So go ahead and um, let's add the breathing. So breathe slower than usual. And just kind of even breathe into this lower rib area. Put your big toe in contact with the floor, the ball of your foot, your heel. Contract your thighs and your glutes, the backside. Now we're gonna create space. Create space between your ribs. I'm gonna slide this down a little bit. Between your, your ribs and your hips. Just imagine the lengthening, your tall spine being increased. And then imagine space between your shoulders and your neck. And then even just imagine a balloon from the crown of your head to the sky. And just get present to that. So you're grounded, big toe, ball of your foot, heel on the floor, thighs contracted and your booty and creating that space with the breath. And then let it go, notice the difference. So this, for those of you that are, you know, sitting a lot at, um, which I know a lot of people are working more from home if you're sitting a lot or even the standing desk, which is awesome, having variety, this is really helpful. You may not be able to sustain it very long because the muscles may get tired. However, implementing this periodically in your day is really helpful and long-term will help with the thoracic spine to be lengthened. Actually, even your breathing, when our thoracic spine is compromised, it can affect our breathing, um, helps your organs as well as for those of you that might be working and moving product, you can move as a whole unit um, versus just your arms implementing this type of, of um, connection to your body. Next slide, please. Yeah. Thank you. As we mentioned earlier, that self-care is essential for our flow and our well-being. And having empathy for ourselves is essential to have for others. Like putting, as they say, the oxygen mask on yourself first before someone else so that then you can serve them, that you can help them. There's two studies, and I have this in your resource um, page, Two new studies that suggest that empathetic people who are just skilled at navigating other people aren't just skilled at navigating other people's emotions. They're in touch with their own feelings too, which means self-awareness may be one of the foundations of empathy. And as we've been talking here that, that um, noticing 
in our body and then um, that we can notice when we're shallow in breath, what may be going on, are we showing up fully? Do we have something else in our mind? So that we can do practices like the breathing and even the posture so that then, and taking care of ourselves so that then we can show up more fully for others and serve and um, even in the community and have the energy and being productive. So again, back to that flow and being present to that and that how they all have value and work together. And something too that just to share, um, there's an organization called HeartMath and they do studies on the heart and actually how it's more than just pumping blood and have electrical activity. It actually has its own magnetic electrical field and that when we breathe into our heart and come from that to serve others, that we're also sharing that electrical field of 10 feet of um, being present and then just that energy is felt and being shared with others, which I think is pretty cool. Next slide, please. So just to recap, looking at the takeaways today, today, the takeaways to optimize your vitality and your well-being, to create your flow, journaling is really helpful. It can help with those times that Maria was telling about when, when we had a plan, it didn't work. And then what, what plan could, um, what would help next time? What can I set, how can I set myself up for success to make changes if need be? Also journaling, like we mentioned earlier, with doing that one to 10 scale, where do you wanna be in six months to use that? And to journal um, along the way to see what's working, what's not. And to uh, like every month or looking at the, in six months to every month, just look at, well, how did I do during those weeks? What do I need to change? Am I on target for that six months to bring my vitality from a four to a six? The box breathing, again, to, to really uh, bring calmness in, in your physiology so that then you can think more clearly as well as with the power plank so that you're more efficient with your movement and how you show up for others. And then to, um, on the next slide, go ahead and change the slide please, Maria, thank you. I was really inspired by um, when Maria sent out the, the description of the conversation today of the principles of lean. And I was looking at that and then also the human body and was just noticing um, some ways to put them together and created this table and which I'm totally open for more conversations because I'm just bringing my what I was seeing for the human body based on the lean principles that were listed. And it really inspired me just to create this. So, and again, I'm open to more conversations um, of things that maybe you see or ways to tweak this <clears throat> would be great. And the next slide, please, Maria. So these are the resources of some of the things I mentioned today as well as um, just some other things that support some of the information about creating your own personal flow. And then also my contact information. 
I, um, every, at the Taylor Group, we're, again, we're committed to supporting people and their vitality and the planet. And we do challenges every, I'm going to sit back down, every, about every, we've done one about every month with the idea of supporting people in the journey of their vitality and well-being. And we have one coming up in February. It's a heart health focus, February's heart month. So if you're interested in that, it's, it's a gift, it's complimentary, and you'll get support along the way. It's for two weeks, and it'll start February 15th. So if you're interested in that, please let me know, and I can give you more information to get started. Thank you so much for this opportunity. It was great to, um, to be with you all, and I'm totally open to some questions and appreciate your time. I honor your time for being here and hope that, that you are walking away with some nuggets that will help you and support you in creating your personal flow and your well-being and vitality. Thank you.